Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, March 23rd. It's day three of Katanji Brown Jackson's confirmation hearings, her final day in the hot seat, and a hot seat it has been. If you've been watching these hearings, and I urge you to please go do so, they are fascinating. You have seen Judge Jackson put forth this, I can only imagine, is a very deliberate, rehearsed face of being confounded when Republicans are coming at her with just, at times, over-the-top, totally irrelevant attacks that some of which they even admit have nothing to do with her, her record or what they're looking at in terms of her service on the court, potentially. It just seems an exercise in pure partisan warfare and grievances rather than an actual examination of her record, though that is happening, too, and rightly so. Today, when Lindsey Graham was not doing just grievances about how Brett Kavanaugh was treated, he did zero in on this line of questioning about Judge Jackson's sentences in child pornography cases. Judge Jackson keeps pointing to the laws and how child pornography cases have totally changed, of course, with the internet being introduced into society and how it is the law and the sentencing guidelines that get applied and what she does as a judge to apply them. But Lindsey Graham, once again, was going down that road this morning. And here's a little of that exchange. With one click, you can receive, you can distribute tens of thousands. You can be doing this for 15 minutes. And all of a sudden, you are looking at 30, 40, 50 years in prison Good. Cut. Good. I understand. Absolutely Senator, good. I hope you are. To do good. Allow her to finish, please. I hope you go to jail for 50 years. If you're on the Internet trolling for images please. of children and sexual exploitation. So you don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a that horrible not thing. what the witness said. And she should be allowed to answer this question once and for all. Now, our CNN team has done an in-depth review of Jackson's sentences in these cases and has come to the conclusion that Judge Jackson mostly followed the common judicial sentencing practices in these kinds of cases. So the facts also don't sort of support this sort of extreme conclusion that Republicans are hoping viewers, voters will draw here. Listen to Senator Pat Leahy talking to reporters outside the hearing after Graham's tough questioning of Katanji Brown Jackson today. He wouldn't let her answer. He kept interrupting her. And I couldn't help but think, was this aimed for this hearing or aimed for a political campaign? CNN caught up with Lindsey Graham during one of the breaks today, and he tried to explain why he voted for Judge Jackson to serve in her current role, but is now clearly signaling that he very well may be voting against her this time around. The bottom line is the difference between D.C. Circuit Courts and Courts of Appeals the Supreme Court is the ability of a judge on the Supreme Court to make the law different than it is today. And uh, I think that's something that everybody's taken into consideration. 
And when Senator Ted Cruz got his turn at a second round today, he made sure once again to up the theatrics, no doubt having an eye towards a potential 2024 presidential run again on this topic of child pornography cases and the sentencing record of Judge Jackson in those cases. Cruz made sure to constantly interrupt Judge Jackson to the point that Chairman Dick Durbin felt the need to step in and try to bring some order to the matter. Senator, I've said what I'm going to say about these cases. No one case can stand in for a judge's entire record. Okay, but I'm discussing and every one I, of the cases. So I if, if you're not going to explain it, Senator, gonna... would you please let her respond? No, not if she's not going to answer well, my if question. You're just going to give a speech, then uh, and, you and, shouldn't and, engage in And you, you are not taking my time. I Question. asked her why she sentenced Chazen to 28 months when comparable defendants, so in her own words, answer. were sentenced to substantially higher, and she said she's not going to answer. Senator, I didn't say I'm not going to answer. Okay, well I then said my answer— in this facts, in this case, Chazen, why did you sentence him to just 28 months? Senator, you're looking at the record. I don't have the record here. What I will say is that in every case, I looked at the recommendations of not only the government, but also the probation office, the defendant, the record— the evidence I took into account, the seriousness of the offense. Also, you see in this hearing where Republicans are drawing these lines of attack and Democrats are using their time to either rebut those attacks directly or to sort of flesh out the biography of Katanji Brown-Jackson, the historic nature of her nomination to the court as the first African-American woman to be in this position. And in fact, this morning, Pat Leahy spoke with Judge Jackson about diversity and wanted to hear from her her thoughts on the importance of having a diverse federal bench. So one of the reasons why um, having a diverse judicial branch is important is because it lends and bolsters public confidence in our system. It lends confidence that the rulings that the court is uh, handing down are fair and just, that everything has been considered, that no one is being excluded because of a characteristic like race or gender or anything else. And in fact, it seems the public is on her side. There's a new Monmouth University poll out showing 69% of respondents say that it's at least somewhat important for the Supreme Court to look like the racial, ethnic, and gender composition of the country as a whole. And 58% of Americans support Judge Jackson's nomination to the Supreme Court. That's according to a Gallup poll, which was taken in the weeks ahead of her hearings. Gallup's analysis says that this puts Jackson about 10 percentage points above the historical norm for a nominee. After today, she's done answering questions before cameras. There will be a deep look by the committee at her FBI background check to see if there are any red flags that they're missing there. Then the committee will vote on the nomination. After that committee vote, it will move to the Senate floor. And assuming no Democrat defects, which clearly does not seem the case, they don't need Republican votes because with all 50 Democrats and Vice President Kamala Harris as the tiebreaker, she'll have the 51 votes she needs to get on the Supreme Court. We'll see as the votes play out. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.